Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. Welcome to the show. So go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hi, my name is Janetta. Um, On social media, people know me as cash underscore curls. Um, I am a goal-oriented millennial um, who enjoys talking about debt elimination, budgeting, saving, um, and natural hair. Um, Aside from that, I am also a full-time special education teacher who works with elementary students um, with disabilities. I love that. So you wear a couple of hats, it sounds like. Um, And those are some really fun areas to kind of put together, right? The debt elimination, the money stuff, plus the curls. I love that. Cash and curls. Really fun. (laughs) Yes. So those sound like some, I mean, it all goes together, but someone might think, huh, those are some different worlds that you've kind of combined. Can you share your journey with us on how, you know, you started to the path that you're on now? Yes, absolutely. So my journey started uh, September of 2017. Um, That's when I entered my second year of teaching. And during that time, I began to notice that um, I was trying to plot different ways that I could upgrade my life so that I could look successful since I have this new career. Um, And during that time, I came across this video um, by MJ Harris titled, Um, Don't go broke trying to look rich. Um, And basically, he was just sharing that many people um, who look, you know, very wealthy, they have on the nice designer clothes, they don't have much money, they don't have a lot of assets, they're living paycheck to paycheck. And, you know, they're not minimizing their expenses in order to build wealth. So after I watched that video, um, a few days later, one of my favorite YouTubers actually shared a video about how she began budgeting, um, how she was um, utilizing the cash envelope system, and how she was following Dave Ramsey plan. So after watching her video, I, you know, researched Dave Ramsey. I read his book, Total Money Makeover, and then 31 months later, I was able to pay off um, $57,747 worth of debt. So you paid down 147000 or sorry, 147000 No, $57,000. <laughs> okay, yeah, the, the sound had cut out. I was like, my God, in how many months? <laughs> Um, so $57,000 in 31 months? Yes. Oh my goodness. Amazing. So when did you finish that? Um, so I made my last student loan payment on May 20th, 2020. So you became debt-free this year? Yes, I did. (laughs) month I became debt-free. Hey, debt-free twin. Yay. (laughs) Congratulations to you. That's so exciting. So, you know, you said that you were starting your career, you were trying to figure out, okay, how do I match my life to this new phase that I'm in or this new this new place? Mm-hmm. And then you kind of stumbled across this information that was contrary to what you were thinking right. you were going to do. Yes, um, I'm so thankful, though, that I came across like this information earlier on. You know, I would kind of hate to see my life like 10 years from now if I was to continue to go down that path, like chasing, you know, the latest trends, trying to get the newest car, you know, a bigger house, things like that. So I'm very thankful for the journey. It has, you know, really transformed my life. 
Wow. I love that. So um, you're recently debt-free, which is really exciting. During a pandemic, you know, you probably wouldn't have been able to guess, right, 31 months ago, that the choice that you would make at that time would set you up, you know, to be okay, to be thriving during this time, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, I don't think anyone would have predicted that we were going to experience a global pandemic. Um, I don't know. I just believe that, you know, the steps I took earlier on kind of helped me be able to navigate and survive financially um, throughout this pandemic. You know, I had my $1,000 starter emergency fund. So I did have a little cushion, you know, if life was to happen during the midst of, you know, COVID. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and some people are like, well, a thousand dollars isn't enough. And it's like, well, a thousand dollars is more than zero, exactly. which is what, what most people have. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's that, you know, I think that um, people have a tendency to lean uh, to a far end of the spectrum, even if they're not even a part of that spectrum, right? Like leaning all the way toward, well, a thousand dollars isn't enough for, for an emergency anyway, but it's like, but how much do you have right now? Exactly. It's <laughs> better than nothing. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. So with that being said, what are some of the greatest challenges you faced that you, you know, are willing to share with us? Maybe it's in your debt-free journey. Has it been with your hair? Because I know I was having me a hair meltdown the other day, but what, what are some of those challenges? Yeah. Um, so I'll actually share a challenge from my debt-free journey and a challenge from um, like my natural hair journey. Uh, so for my debt-free journey, I feel like most people only look at it as like, paying off debt and like making financial sacrifices. And for me, yes, I did have to make financial sacrifices, but it was also um, a life transformation for me. You know, I had to redefine what my, um, you know, redefine what success was. I had to redefine who I was and, you know, learn about the things that really make me happy. I had to learn how to be content. So aside from the money aspect of it, I I believe that it was a a personal development journey for me as well. I love that you mentioned that because y'all, I did not prep her or coach her (laughs) into saying any of that, but I always say, you know, your personal finance journey is a personal growth journey. And you know, your bank account to some extent won't grow unless you do, you know? And so as you stretch and expand and redefine some of the things that are actually getting in the way of you progressing, then you'll start to see that replicated and then show up in different areas in your life. You know, finances is just one of the places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what So I'm what doing. about your natural hair? Um, For my natural hair journey, so I started that. This has to be about year eight or nine since I've been like completely natural. Um, But one of the biggest things that I've learned when it comes to natural hair is that you have to love your hair for what it is. I know, you know, earlier in my journey and sometimes, you know, throughout life, I do kind of struggle. I'm like, man, I wish my hair could just look like this girl's, you know, I wish I could have longer curls. Um, So I really feel like the biggest key to like, I don't know, succeeding in your natural hair journey or loving your hair is to just truly embrace your own hair, figure out what your hair loves, listen to your hair, um, and don't be afraid to like try new things or, you know, trim your hair, try different styles. So I would say embracing the journey um, and just loving your actual curl pattern is a big one. 
I love it. Yeah, I think that that's something that it's not even something that you learn one time. It kind of comes back in waves or cycles where um, you're reminded or forced to kind of embrace the journey again as your hair and your body, your hormones, all kinds of things transition, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, that, that's something that's kind of a, a theme that keeps coming back. Um, I think that some of the the lessons and the challenges kind of cross over into each other to some extent, right? Mm-hmm. Because embracing the journey is something you can do in your natural hair journey, but also in your personal finance journey, you know? Um, and so people always ask, you know, how was it that I'm sure people ask you too, right? How was it that you were able to pay down, you know, your debt in that amount of time and whatnot? And to some extent, um, I say I've had practice in other areas, you know what I mean? So having had a a, a natural hair journey prior to deciding to pay off debt, I had already been practicing discipline with having a hair regimen and things like that, you know what I mean? (laughs) So some of the lessons kind of cross over and can help you to excel in, in different ways. And that's what it sounds like happened for you. Absolutely. Discipline is definitely key. <laughs> so as challenges arise for you um, or had arisen either in that process of, of being stretched and transformed in your personal finance journey or in embracing the journey of your, your hair, how was it that you managed those challenges, if at all? Like, did you find it to be um, more difficult than you thought? Were there strategies that you used? Um, yeah. So for me, I definitely relied on my faith. So I'm a faith-based person, um, spiritual person, and I kind of reference a scripture throughout my journey uh, several times, and it's Romans 12 two. Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. So I I read that scripture quite often throughout my journey. It helped me, you know, realize that I'm not a part of this world. You know, being on a debt-free journey, you're considered as weird. Most people, most millennials my age, they don't they don't think about paying off student loans. They don't think about getting on the budget. You know, they're just thinking about the here and now. You only live once. So I feel like for me, um, I, I really had to protect like my my ear gate, my eye gate. I had to like change the media that I was consuming. So less TV, more podcasts, um, more uplifting messages, more educational books. And I also had to change the community that I was around. I needed to find like-minded believers, you know, people that were on the same path as I was. Uh, so the debt-free community on Instagram was a, a, a great cheerleader for me. Um, I still, you know, I love seeing others win. I love hearing their stories. Um, So I just feel like surrounding yourself with people that are trying to reach the same goals as you will really help you overcome, you know, some, some challenges you may face throughout the journey. Woo. Okay. You are speaking. So if y'all have not been taking notes (laughs) yet, then you might need to go back. Okay. Press rewind and listen to it again. Cause she said, you need to protect your ear gate, your eye gate. I'm like, I haven't heard it said that way. I know exactly what you mean, but I haven't heard it said that way. And I think that what happens with, you know, modern technology and smartphones and people being so easily accessible to the world mm-hmm. because of their phones, that they don't create barriers to protect 
themselves, their mind, their their eyes, you know, what they're consuming, essentially. We consume food, but we also consume information, right? So I love that you mentioned that and that you said, you know, having to swap out certain things at certain times in your life so that you can make sure you hit your goal, whether it's less TV and more podcasts or books, Um reevaluating who you're surrounding yourself with. And that doesn't necessarily mean cutting everyone else out of your life, Mm -hmm. but you might need to add people into your life or you have to know who to go to for what so that you can, you know, stay, you know, keeping yourself renewed in your mind. Like you mentioned that scripture is just so powerful. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you hit it on the nail. (laughs) So at this point, and maybe it's stuff that you've kind of recognized over the course of your journey, you know, what really brings you joy? Because I feel like everyone is kind of searching to find, you know, what's going to be fulfilling for them. Some people try to find it in work. Some people try to find it in relationships or whatever the case may be. So I love asking and hearing about how different people, you know, experience joy in their lives. Absolutely. So prior to starting my debt-free journey, um, I had this image in my head, like, you know, in order to be happy, you have to have materialistic things, you know, the nice car, the name brand clothes, the big house, things like that. And along my journey, I started to discover, you know, what truly made me happy and what brought me joy. And I found out it was just the simple things in life. So a simple experience with family and friends, uh, spending quality time with them, um, minimalism, you know, prior to my journey, I was like going shopping every week. And I just had a whole bunch of clothes, a whole bunch of things. And I'm just like, these things don't bring me joy. It does not make me happy. It's nothing but clutter. So I found that I love, you know, clutter-free areas. I love minimalism. I like to travel. Um, And I just like having the freedom to live the way that I want to live and not think about, you know, the pressures that society try to put on us. Wow. Yeah, that sounds, I mean, the more that I ask the question, the more that I think about, especially um, this past year, 2021, uh, that people have really come to understand the simplicity of, of life and how really the main things that matter are like our health mm-hmm. and the standing of our relationships and our experiences, you know? And so you you speak to that in, in your experience of kind of thinking that, uh, joy or fulfillment could be found in one area, but really, um, it's it's really lies in the simple things. Yeah, absolutely. So then, what would you encourage? Right, what would you say to encourage someone, you know, who wants to try something new, maybe with their hair? Right, I'm I'm like, ooh, I love how when people do bantu knots and just wear the knots as a style, but then I'm like, oh my gosh, am I gonna ever do that? You know, <laughs> like what about? someone who wants to try something new or they're like, well, I'm in debt or I want to save a certain amount of money, but I've never done it before. I don't know where to begin. Um, For someone where self-doubt pops in, but they have this desire to try something, you know, what would you say? Yeah. um, I feel like everyone experiences doubts, you know, everyone doubts in some area of their life. So I would tell that person, like, it's natural to have doubts um, because you're starting a new journey. I can remember when I first decided to go natural, like, 
I was scared. I'm like, I don't know how to do my hair. Like I was used to going to the the hairdresser every two weeks, letting her just flat iron my hair. Um, so I feel like with any type of journey, natural hair or financial journey, I would say, you know, just start today. Stop trying to pick a date, you know, oh, I'll start it next month or this day. You know, there's never going to be any perfect timing for you to start a new journey. Um, I will also say focus on progression and not perfection. So for me, I'm a, a perfectionist at heart. And, you know, prior to starting Cash and Curls, I was so focused on, you know, getting my page perfect. And I'm like, you know, I'm new to this. This is a new experience for me. So I will have to learn as I go. So don't let perfection hold you back. Um, and then I will say that, you should do what you can with what you have. So, so many of us think, you know, like for the natural hair journey, I need a ton of products to get my hair right, to look like this YouTuber, or, you know, I need to read all these books to try to get out of debt. And I would just say, use what you have, utilize the free resources that are out there to help you reach your goals. You don't have to buy a ton of things to learn what works for your hair or, you know, what will work for you with your money. And to lastly, always encourage yourself. Um, I feel like there's so many doubters out there, you know, so many, everyone has an opinion, everyone has something to say, but I feel like the biggest thing for me was to learn how to encourage myself and to be my biggest cheerleader. You are out here dropping straight gems, okay? <laughs> okay, that's why we need to be over on Cash and Curls. That's a great place to wrap it up. Where can we find you so the tribe can come and support and get more of these gems from you on a regular basis? Absolutely. So um, I have an Instagram page. Um, on Instagram, I'm most active. It's at cash underscore curls. And then I also have a personal blog. Um, the website is cashandcurls.com. I, I post mo monthly blogs um, on there. And I also provide a few resources to help you along your, your debt-free journey. Wow. Thank you so much for coming on the show. That was straight to the point, um, very palatable and, you know, helps people to understand that it, you don't have to be perfect. You just have to start. And in the process of starting, you'll be redirected and that's okay. So I just appreciate you for taking the time to chat with us and for, you know, um, being committed to, to the work that you do so that people can have a frame of reference that, you know, I can do this too. You know, it, it sounds like you, you didn't have it all figured out. You, 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 you haven't ever been perfect and you really learned how to, you know, get to a place where you were able to just progress. And that's all that we can ever hope for. So again, Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Jacent, for having me on. I love what you're doing. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend, whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media. It helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.